up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Smoke World. It's your host, Stone. So sit back, grab your favorite cigar, grab a glass or whatever you want to drink, and let's chill and have a conversation. You can follow me on Instagram at SmokeWorld50. And guess what, folks? We have Gmail. SmokeWorld50 at gmail.com. Let me know what's going on with you. Give me some feedback. Let me know what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear. Let's go from there. Also, a special shout-out going to my brothers and sisters listening to me in Russia. Mayam drugum spasiba. Dibro pajalavach. Parajalista butikak doma. We appreciate you listening over there, showing some love on Smoke World. Folks, let's just get back, chill, relax. Yo, another shout-out has to go out to the healthcare workers, first responders. All those on the front line doing it, making things happen. So what's up, folks? How you doing? What's going on with you? We're moving to another phase as far as we're going to start opening things up a little bit. Uh, As far as the businesses and, you know, the lounges, the liquor stores in Pennsylvania are thinking about doing some things. But Philadelphia, you're not on the list. Unfortunately, you got too many cases. You're not on the list. Let's talk about the Netflix films. All right, the three top Netflix films I think that I want to share with you. Uh, Number one, Extraction. Now, Extraction is an action movie. Basically, they hire a mercenary to recover a drug lord's kidnapped kid. Action-packed throughout. Another movie, Money Heist. Now, Money Heist starts off very slow. But it gets good. Trust me, folks. Stick with it. The beginning, ah, kind of drags. You know what I mean? Like, okay, is this going to be worth it? But yeah, it's a good film. And the other film, if you're not doing anything, Hip Hop Evolution. Takes you back to the hip hop. Excellent. Bring back all the memories. You find out some stuff maybe you didn't even know. So it's definitely something you definitely want to check out. Those are my top three for right now. Again, let's look at some of the other things that we're talking about right now, what's going on. Again, I mentioned phase one, phase two. These are the phases that the, uh, the states and terms they're utilizing to move forward with reopening some of the businesses here in, uh, across the country. So phase one, obviously, uh, for different states, meaning that certain places, certain retail stores, uh, jewelry places, clothing stores are uh, capable of opening up with the proper social distancing and things of that nature. So with that being the case, let's think about our lounges, the places that we like to frequent, the lounge, the bars. What would this look like on the other side? How would that feel? You normally go to the lounge to congregate, have a good time, talk to folks, find out what's going on. And normally you have a group of individuals that you like to socialize with and enjoy your smoke, have a drink. So with the social distancing, how would that look? The place that we normally may frequent normally would have a scenario of, let's say, 20 people. Are we now cutting that back to less than half? And if you're a membered lounge, How does it affect your membership? What are some of the things that you will be able to do and you can't do based on your members? 
you know, something to think about, folks. How would this look on the other side? Just some of the things that we're talking about here, you know, just some of the things that we're discussing. How will things look with the new guidelines or procedures and policies that state that you must social distance six feet apart? It's going to be different, folks. It's going to be different. Now, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, the uh, the PCA, which stands for the Premium Cigar Association, they normally have an event every year in Vegas. It's a trade show, and it's like in July, some like the second week of July for about four days in Vegas. That's been canceled, and that's actually the first time that has happened since they uh, formed their organization back in like the 1933. Just a little history there. And um, they actually had never canceled the show prior to this. But, hey, we're in a different time, people. We are living in a different time. This episode is going to be a little different, obviously. You're just going to be listening to me chit-chat a little bit, tell a couple stories, just having a conversation, just thinking about some things. I have uh, some sad news. Uh, One of our brothers and sisters of the leaf, uh, Beth, one of the people we spoke with, Jake's wife, has passed away. Unfortunately, we just discovered that. My condolences and prayers go out to that family. Folks, this is what I'm saying, that, you know, tomorrow's not promise. We're living in a different era. We're going through a pandemic, something that we never experienced in our lifetime. So, you know, you just want to sit back, reflect, and tell those you do love, you know what I mean? Let them know you love them. Life is short. Can't sit back and think and have regrets. We bickering with politics, the Democrats against the Republicans. You know, it's time to stop all that nonsense. We all humans, okay? We all bleed the same way, but our pants on the same way. So, you know, it's just those type of moments that we're in now kind of gives you the option to reflect on what's going on in life. So you just want to take that moment you know, again, tell a friend, call your family members that you haven't talked to in a while, maybe reach out to them, let them know, hey, you know, I'm thinking about you, I hope you're doing great, I hope you're doing fine, love you, you know, just it's, it's, it's that type of thing, folks. I tell you, I'm going to be all over the place a little bit today. It's just a conversation, just my thoughts. Another thing that we want to keep in mind as uh, the businesses start to open You want to keep in mind the brick and mortar cigar lounges, the wine, spirit stores, that you want to support these businesses and establishments because it's very important. They're the backbone. They're the family uh, businesses that, you know, keep us rolling prior to the Internet. Now, I understand we've all been buying cigars off the Internet based on the fact by default. That's just how it is. We haven't had the opportunity really to hit a lot of these stores or our favorite cigar shops. But now things are starting to open back up again. Again, support the brick-and-mortar store. Support the brick-and-mortar store. It's essential because, again, that's where we go to congregate, enjoy ourselves, you know, relax after a hard week. So don't forget to support the brick-and-mortar stores. That reminds me, you know, I grew up in Philly. Speaking of stores, man, we had a store in every corner. We had the corner store. We had the Spanish store. 
and I'm going to explain that to you before somebody say the Spanish store. Yeah, the corner store was at the corner of my block, and coincidentally, they were Spanish. The store that was around the corner that we called the Spanish store, they were Spanish also, but they was around the corner. Don't ask me how we came up with these names. I couldn't even tell you. But that just brings up memories growing up in Philly. We had a store on every corner. We had a place we go get cheesesteaks, hoagies at Ed's Pizza House, right there on 9th and Loudon. The best cheesesteaks, pizzas, burgers, hoagies. We even had a meat market. A meat market. That's right. Right in the hood. Myers Meat Market, right there, 11th and Loudon. So all your fresh meats, chicken, your pork, beef. Yeah, that's chicken. Yeah, I know. Mind your business. Lamb. Not too many people back in the day that I recall was into lamb when we was growing up. I just don't remember folks doing the lamb thing. But, you know what I mean, we was poor, so we just basically had chicken and bacon. You get whatever you can afford. And Fatback. Y'all remember Fatback? That crap was salty as hell. Like, what was that exactly? Fatback. A salty piece of meat put in a pan to salt. Used to have some banging wings. Spot was called Phil's Grill. Banging wings. So for all my Loganites that's listening, we're going back. Memory Lane. Hassan's Arcade. We had an arcade in our neighborhood. We weren't doing too bad to be in the hood. We had nice little stores, but, you know, as things started to uh, move forward, a lot of these places disappeared. That's just how it was. That reminds me, too, man. I got a story for you. You know, growing up in Philly, you know what I mean? We we had about at least 10 to 15 kids on our block. That's one thing they don't have right now, you know what I mean, with these developments you live in and these neighborhoods. It's, it's not the same camaraderie. You don't have the same friends, you know what I mean? Kids, we went outside as kids. We stayed out all day, come back stinking. Underarms stink, your breath stink, your body stink, clothes stink, everything stink. Your mother telling you smell like outside. You didn't know what that meant until you started having kids. Like you smell like you was out. You smell like outside, and you thought, huh? You smell like outside. You ain't know what that meant. Got some kids now. Yeah, now you know what outside smells like. But this brings back a memory. I know this one kid named Stanley. We was all out there. Uh, they was actually all out playing. I was taking a nap. I'm like 13. What am I doing taking a nap at 13? It is what it is. A rare occasion. You know, I get right on up. When you're a kid, you know what I mean? When you get up, you run right outside. Not now. You got to make sure your face and your hair looks right and all that. As a kid, you ain't worried about all that. Got up, ran outside, and they was playing a game. I don't know what kind of game they was playing. Uh, wasn't no hide-and-go-seek. It was something. I don't remember what it was. But nonetheless, I just got out there. Kid named Stanley. And I'm out there by three minutes. I see Stanley. He runs up. To his dad's house, goes to his dad. Now they outside because we have big porches in Philly and Logan. So he runs. He's talking to his dad to, about something, you know. Yeah, I don't know what's going. On. I just woke up. I just got outside. He's pointing at me now. Well, I'm looking. I'm like, okay. He's across the street. He comes over to me now. Remember, I just got up. Maybe it's four minutes now. I've been outside four minutes. Don't know what's going on. Don't care to know what's going on. So Stanley comes up to me and says, yo, why you push me? Yeah, you remember those days. Why you push me? Yeah, push me again type thing. Yeah. 
I look at him like, yo, man, we talking about? I just, I just came outside. I was asleep. As soon as I said I was asleep, the word sleep came out of my mouth. Stanley punched me dead in my nose. Bow! Like, oh, smack. Everybody was like, damn! My nose bleeding. I'm leaking. They're like, yo, hit him back, man. Hit him back. I'm looking at him like, yo, this is some BS. I'm leaking. What do I do? Go back to the crib. Busted up nose. Everybody like, why you ain't getting back? I said, no, nah, I'm going to get him. I'm going to wait. A couple days go by. You know, it's revenge time. It's kids. You know, we got revenge on our mind. A few days go by. Maybe about two days, actually. I see Stanley going to the store by himself. It's kind of like summertime, but don't start getting dark till real 830. He going to the Spanish store. Now, that's the store that's around the corner. So I see Stanley in the store. I'm like, yo, what's up, Stanley? He look at me with the gas face like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, whatever. So he's buying a loaf of bread. You know, back then, as a kid, you know, I mean, that was our job. You go to the store, get the bread. Unfortunately, you know, I grew up with all sisters, so I had to go get, you know, tampon tack, you know, feminine wipes, all that. You know what I mean? There was nothing off the board. That was your job as a kid. You go to the store, get the cigarettes. Nobody was doing no card and none of that kind of nonsense. So anyway, he's getting a loaf of bread. So he puts the bread on the counter. I'm squeezing the bread, manipulating the bread. Like, yeah, what's up? What's up? My gas face, like, yeah, what's up? What's up? He ain't saying nothing. So he takes the bread. You know, the guy just throw it, looking like, hey, Spanish guy. Hey, what you guys doing? Knock it off. Yeah, all right, but don't worry yourself about us. Puts his bread in a uh, little bag. Stanley walks out. I'm following Stanley. I'm like, yeah, okay. So we get to this little hill we used to call, uh, you know, we had driveways. So we had, you know, we called Suicide Hill. It was nothing but a driveway with a slope. So as Stanley got to that hill part of the uh, the driveway, I co-socked him. Bow! Yeah, buddy. Remember that? He fell down. The bread fell with him. I took off running. Boom. I said, oh, damn. You know what I mean? He probably going to go tell his mom and now. You got to remember back in the day, we mean all these kids. We was tight. So, you know what I mean? If somebody told somebody else's mother or you told their mother and the mother got back, this information got back to your mom, you was done. You was going to get two beatings. But he never told on me. You know what I mean? He got me. I got him. It's just the fact when I got him, nobody was around to see that. Then again, I'm about to think about that. Miss Ma Bell used to live at a corner prop. She stayed looking in the window. You never saw her really. She just stayed in the window. If you went in her little uh, bushes, she would come to the window. Y'all get out them bushes now, goddamn. Y'all get out of there. But okay, sorry. She was, she was like a, you know, a phantom that lived behind the window. Because I'm trying to tell you, as I think about telling you this story right now, I could probably count on one hand how many times I seen my bell. Don't ask me how her name became my bell. Y'all going to have to stop asking me these questions because I don't have answers. That's just how it was back then. But I remember plenty of times we she lived right in the corner property. And, you know, the corner property always got a bigger lot. So it was a whole bunch of bushes. You know what I mean? So we used to play hide and go seek. And we used to, that was the best place to hide. You know what I mean? We had these tall bushes. Oh, Mr. Marbell, see you in them bushes. It's on and popping, baby. 
You know, we in the middle of the block. You're like, all right, look, the boundary's going to be the whole block. This is a good time. This is when we got like 15 kids out. We having a good time, summer night. So the best place, and people always knew, was let's go hide in my bell bushes. But there is a but because you knew Ma Bell was looking out that guy doggone window. No matter what time of the day or night it was, she stayed in the window. But, you know, they ain't stopped me. I was a hiding specialist. Yeah, whatever that means. That AKA, I can hide pretty good. I remember that night we were playing high ankle seek. So, you know, all right, boom. It's my turn to run up. I go hide right in them bushes. Miss Small Bell bushes. Here I come, freaking she sleep. It's like 8 30, 9 o'clock at night. She should be sleep. Went, went. Next thing I know, I'm getting dug in deep. I'm playing on the ground. You know, back then, you didn't really care about getting dirty. So, I mean, I'm really down in the bushes. And all he is, God damn it, didn't I tell y'all to stay out of my yard? Get the half of them out of there. I said, oh, damn. Meanwhile, I see one of the bulls coming up. I said, damn, I can't. And she's screaming out the door. Didn't I tell you get that from under there? Get from up under there now. I'm not going to tell y'all again. Now. Get the hell up from out of them bushes. Yeah, old Miss Maul Bell. Those were the days, man, growing up as kids. And for some reason, I was always fascinated with matches. Yeah, I know I ain't the only one. Because back then, you used to have the book of matches. And you would take the matches, you had the little paper match. It had like 20 matches in there. And you would fold the book up just a certain way, and you would flick the matches. You know, you flick them, like, flick them on each other, like, hey, watch this. Wham, gotcha. Yo, I remember flicking those matches in the back of my house, I'm back there chilling. I mean, it's a bunch of leaves. I'm just flicking matches. Just flicking them. I ain't paying attention. Not paying attention. I mean, just flicking them. Having a good time. I'm in my own little zone by myself. So, you know, I ran out of matches. So, all right, now go, time to go find my friends. See where everybody at. See what's going on. And we used to, back in the day on 10th Street, I grew up in 10th and Loudon and Logan. We used to hang on the corners. And my buddy Jojo, he lived at the corner house. That was his house. He lived right there on the corner. It just so happened that that was on the corner. So all the boys were sitting on the corner, you know. I'm like, yo, what's up, fellas? I'm like, yo, what's up? You know, back in the day, we just sit back, bust on each other. People don't know busting. Just, that's just, we tell jokes about each other, you know. That's where the mama jokes and everything came from back then. So I'm chilling, thinking nothing of it. And all of a sudden, I see my dad coming from the driveway of where I was just playing. And like, that's kind of rare. You know what I mean? My dad, like, what are you doing out here? Yo, how about them matches I was flickering? Autumn leaves caught a fire right underneath the crib, a.k.a. the house. Yes, I'm flicking these matches, and a fire blazed the place up, man. My dad came up there, boy, yo, this joker beat the hell out of me in front of all my friends. He beat me from the corner all the way back around to the driveway back home. Come on, man. I mean, they was cracking up to this day if I run into some cats. They would say, yo, man, remember that time you <laughs> had that fire? I'm like, what fire? You know, I act like I don't remember. What fire? Yeah, you know about that fire. 
when your dad beat the hell out of you. He beat you all the way back around to your crib. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, nothing. But, yo, my dad straight beat me from the corner of the block around to the driveway. I got around there. I didn't, at that point, I didn't know what was going on at that moment. But once I got to the back, after he literally beat me back there, yo, they had all kind of buckets of water. <laughs> the leaves had been burnt up. He's like, what, what's wrong with you? God damn it, you're going to burn this damn house down, playing these goddamn matches. I told you about playing in these damn streets with these matches. And the crazy part was I probably got the matches from him because he was a smoker. You know what I mean? So anytime I went to the store to get cigarettes, I would keep a book of matches. But, yo, these are the stories of my young boy life. But listen, folks, that's it. I'm tripping. I'm bugging. I appreciate y'all listening to another episode of Smoke World. I was bugging here today. Next time, next episode, stay tuned, stay safe, and I'll see you on the other side. Peace.